This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a lot of wedding questions and a guy who wants to get with a girlfriend's friend. Check it out, enjoy, share it with a friend. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Santa Fe York Lab. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for telling a friend. I want you to keep doing that. It gets bigger and bigger every week, and that is because of you guys uh, telling your friends. So keep spreading the word. It's uh, every Tuesday and Friday, J Train Podcast. Tell a friend, your mama, your papa, your sister, your brother, anybody, your dog, get them subscribed, okay? We need them. We want them. Get them involved. I've been spreading the word about this podcast, and I, I really am thankful for you guys doing the same. So, And it also... Every now and again, I open up Snapchat, and it feathers my nuts when I, when I see a picture from you, the listener, where you're listening. We got every part of the country, every tone of skin, every religion, every... I, I, I'm, there was a guy in Dubai that sends me snaps. It's crazy. When it gets out there, it gets out there. So it... Feathers my nuts. I'm JTrain56 on Snapchat. You can send me a snap of you listening. Also, it'd be fucking cool if you made your Instagram or Snapchat story you listening. That's a good way to spread the word without even having to tell anybody. Put it up on your story. Click Papa JT and click your story. Little double click. Ba-da-ba-da. Bing bong bang. That's right. The classic ba-da-ba-da. The classic ba-da-ba-da. Got a pull. Abadabadop on that shit. Okay, so I that's enough of me clucking. Uh, I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, fucking hilarious comic. You've seen him on the Nightly Show, the Daily Show. Rory Albanese, thank you oh, for coming on. Oh, thank Jared. Let me just say this. <laughs> Already I've learned, just knowing now, I know what a badapadap is. Yeah, you, you got know the, what I mean? the classic so like, badapadap. This has already paid for itself yeah, as far as I'm I think, concerned. Listen, on Snapchat, I think that's, I think that's one of the, <clears throat> the, 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 like, the directionals. You want to do a badapadap? So what you do is you send it me, send it to your story, the old badapadap. Yep. But I'm, I'm pumped to have you. It's you guys can all slam. find Rory on Twitter Al, at, or Instagram, at Rory Albanese. Uh, you're touring. Yeah. You having yeah, fun? You're I like, love it. Yeah. You, listen, let me just say to everybody, we met at the cellar. Uh, I love watching you. You're so funny. All of you got to get involved with Rory Albanese and what he's doing mm. because the stand-up is fun to fucking watch. I love it. And you're going to be going to some more places. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get an hour together. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've always been doing this with a day job. Mm-hmm. Always. Like, I've because I was at The Daily Show for 14 years, dude. I wasn't 14 there. years? Yeah, I wasn't there for, like, a weekend. Yeah, I was there a long time. You were there? Were you I there? started, I basically came out of college and 
wanted to do stand-up, but I went to college, and my dad's like an old-school Italian dude. Yeah. And like, I can't be like, now I want to do comedy. It was just like, <laughs> what? You, you know, my dad was like, being an electrician, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I... Uh, I don't know. I got a job. I was just looking for getting a job that was in comedy so I yeah. could like justify the fact that I went to college. Of and course. then I got a job as a production assistant at The Daily Show for like 400 bucks a week. I was and living with my parents. And then, I don't know, it was 1999, so nobody knew what the hell The Daily Show was. And yeah. then all of a sudden- Now jo- you're working your way up that- Yeah, John had just started. So I started doing stand-up right when I started there. And then all of a sudden, The Daily Show sort of no, became so- The Daily Show under, like I was in it. So when, I get you know. that. But even before that, is John Stewart, like when you hear that he's the host, are you like- Starstruck a little bit, like how do you, how do you feel at that moment? I well, mean, I mean, like I was pre there, it being the Daily Show. Yeah, I wasn't there with Kilborn. I yeah. started John, John started in January of '99. I graduated college in like May, and I got a job there in July. And then I left in October of like 2013. So that really, was, yeah, it was a large portion of my life. So you guys had to have been close over that time. Oh yeah, we're yeah we're real close. And yeah, then he's the one. He's the reason I got the nightly show. You know, because yeah. he. Uh, I left the Daily Show. I left there as the EP, but I did every job there. I was there, mm-hmm. like I said, a lifetime. And then uh, it took about eight, nine years of like busting my ass and like the yeah. tape rooms and all that stuff. You know, I got like that thing where I thought I was going to walk in there and in yeah. like eight months they're going to be like, "This guy's funny," and I was going to be genius. like on the show, yeah, yeah, and I was going to be <laughs> writing jokes. You know? Well, that's, I like mean, in my head, that was like completely like. But what, that's it gonna not take six months before they see how great I am. I know. Well, this is kind of the thing that you know. This podcast, we give advice. Yeah. So oh, I, I got I, a lot of it. Yeah, but a story like that is so the way you think it is when you get out of college, because I and I don't think I I've thought about this at all uh, a lot. Like the the idea of study for the test, take the test, get the grade. At the time, you think that that is like like the hardest thing in the world, yeah. and then you realize that nothing in life works like that, and you wish it did. Yeah. Oh, especially stand-up. Yeah. I mean, comedy is like the most Wild West freak show mm-hmm. of anything. <laughs> yeah, There's is. no justice in it. Yeah. There's no way you can ever feel good about yourself because whatever no you pro- do, I, I, there's, there's no promotions. But there's also no rules. Yeah. Like, you could work harder than everybody else. Yeah. And then a dude who didn't work that hard could just be like, hey, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. He comes just, up with a catchphrase. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's like, oh, look, Dr. Farts a lot. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then he's good, you know? Man, um, Dr. Farts a lot was my favorite comic I, growing up, too. I know, I know, oh, I know. He's good. He's he, good. Well, he's, you know, he's, he's an interesting cat, <laughs> yeah, what, he's a good guy. What if I just took on the persona Dr. Farts a lot oh, no. and became super famous yeah. from it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm ditching but it's train ha- But it's got to happen before I leave this podcast. <laughs> so when I leave here, I'm in Times Square, and it's like, he did it again. Yeah, He cured cancer. Sir, and he farted. Yeah, you're, it's just like on the cover of all the magazines. Yeah. It's like, it, the world is his. We're just living in it. You know? <laughs> this happened. Yeah, I'm like, I went literally just left. I just left. I walked out the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but it, it's a, but it is a thing when you first get out of college. Yeah. And you get that job, that first job. You're like. Wait till the world sees how good I am at yeah. shit. Yeah, like and once, once the world knows Doug, yes. you know what I mean? And, and, and then you figure Doug out, time. and then it's a slow thing. And like That's why like you get the Sunday weirds, like when you're right out of college, you get them as bad as ever. Because you're like, wait a minute, why do I feel bad? It's because you didn't get the A that week. Yep. You didn't get the check mark on the homework that week. Yeah, you never Nobody do Nobody looks at you at the end of the workday and is like, good job today, sir. Do you want to know my the best example I ever had about of that, which was the biggest awakening comedy awakening I ever had, mm. which was uh, I'm working at the Daily Show. So, like I said, I was doing stand up and the Daily Show at the yeah. same time. But o- over time, I-, I had an option at one point. Like I was on the road with Lewis Black a lot, and yeah. he was like, "Do you want to do this full time?" Mm-hmm. And I or I was on a track at the Daily Show to like in my head run that joint. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like, oh shit, I don't know what to do. Yeah, and I picked. 
one. Now, I can't say which it was the right one or the wrong one, yeah. but I picked one. It was like a crossroads. I was like 26 years old. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that was it. I like dove in all at the Daily Show, and I got to the top. I yeah. did all the stuff you want to do, but I lost out on like what I consider years of just living the stand-up life that I wanted to live. You know? And what but, you got in in the first place. But, right, then, the, but, but also it, plans change. Shit changes. But, you know, but, but my point is now I'm back <laughs> to it and it's yeah. where, exactly where I want to be. And, I don't feel any worse for wear. Yeah. I'm just tired. And like now I'm <laughs> staying in places where, you know, as an EP of a TV show, yeah. if you go on the road with the show, like they treat you nice. It's, it's when you the go Ritz-Carlton on the road, treatment. The way, yeah. When I go on the road now, like, you know, on Friday night I was in Atlanta I was about to take a shower before the show, and I turned on the faucet at the hotel, and nothing came out. Oh, dude. perfect. Just, yeah, and I called down to the front desk, and I was like, hey, yeah. man, I don't have any water. And the guy was like, oh, cool, bro. He's yeah. like, yeah, man, I meant to call, man. You know, He's like, the city shut it down. I'm like, well, for how long? He's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. You it's know? so like, funny. That- and I was like, okay, well, this is a bit of an inconvenience. Yeah. You know? And he was like, he's like, I know, right? You know, It was like, oh, shit, like, he, this ain't going to get fixed. Yeah, no, and he I wasn't going to go get a wrench. And did my show dirty, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny to go from, like, your you know, you're living in a world where, like, number one, literally the number one late night show. Uh, I mean, at some, in some, in some people's some, eyes. Well, in some ways. Well, yeah, in but some not, ways. Well, but I'm saying you're going from, one. like, the penthouse of comedic places to, like, okay, now I got to start hitting uh, fucking steaks in the meat locker. Yeah. And I think. Pull my Rocky move. Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, I know yeah. when steaks happen in the meat locker. <laughs> um, but no, I, yeah, totally. And it was that thing of, um, of the reality of, it, there's a difference when you're doing it, but you know, come Monday morning, you mm. still got your job and people still respect yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Versus when you come Monday morning now, I'm like, nah, dude, I'm just tired now comic. You're, you're living and, like, the comic cares. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I've lived this lifestyle before, but I always had something else going on, you know? Yeah. And th- this is the first time I just pulled all, everything else out. But you've been enjoying the road. You've been in, all it. over the country. But let me tell, I want to just, because sure. this is an sh- advice show. Yeah, So this please. was my advice tidbit from The Daily Show. So I was there a long time. At one point, I was like a mid-level producer, mm-hmm. and I used to cut a lot of footage and things. Like, that was my job. I was like yeah. a footage guy. And uh, I stayed there one night cutting this piece of Alan Keyes, who was a presidential candidate, okay. like t- I think 2000 or in the primaries. And he was singing like on the Tonight Show, like a cheesy song. Like, yeah. And he was like, a, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. You know? And so they wanted us to do this whole thing where we like cut out a heart and he was flying around. And like, so I stayed till like three in the morning with an editor and we worked yep. on this thing all night. The next day, came in, rehearsed it, played, and then. I would just sit in my office and watch rehearsal. Like when I, you know, yeah. I wasn't in rehearsal yet, you know. And then uh, the show taped. My piece wasn't in. Uh-oh. So then after the piece wasn't in, I'm like, well, I'll just sit in my office here. And when John's done downstairs, he'll come up and explain to me why I wasn't <laughs> off the show, you know. <laughs> so we can have a face to face intellectual conversation yeah. about why about I stayed till three thirty in the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm pretty tired today, and I just was curious what, yeah. what went wrong. I thought I nailed that thing. Never saw the dude for like a month after that. You know, he was the host of the show. Yeah. And I was like a footage guy. You well, know what I mean? Well, it's and then, funny because- yeah, but so it was interesting because I realized, oh, you just don't get feedback. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, that's good, but that's good. Yeah. Like, nobody says, see me in my office, check plus. Yes. You did a good job. Yes, and- Here's a gold star. If it's good, it should be good. Yeah. That's the standard. And, and, you're, if, you're and if it doesn't pay, yeah, and if it, it doesn't get used, then people only notice you. Yeah, that is like a real world thing. Like people only notice your shit unless you fuck up. Always. And it's like it takes they, one second to uh, be the worst. To be the and worst. And it takes ten years to be like remotely respected. Kind of. That's hilarious. And yeah. that's actually like that's the best advice you can get coming out of college. Like yeah. if I'm like if I'm sitting at home. That's listen, people. This podcast is fucking free. 
Okay. What? Tell a friend. Whoa, about whoa, this whoa, podcast. whoa, 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 Let's take a, let's pump the brakes here, fellas. <laughs> it's a free show. Okay, great. But what do I get? Yeah. Paid? This, this, did, I, <laughs> did I just tell you I didn't have water this Go week? Fu- so here's how you get paid, okay? No, Rory Albanese just... is on Twitter and Instagram, at mm. Rory Albanese. Yes. Super funny. He's also coming on the road. The 21st through 22nd is going to be DC, the Draft House, 26th uh, and 27th. They'll be at Levity Live in Nyack, New York. Uh, Triad Theater in New York City on November 2nd. And then the 11th and 12th and 13th, he's going to be in Providence and Western Mass. Well, guess who? I'm going to be open for yeah, you. Yeah, you So are. I'm going to be I'm open for you at the that. Comedy Connection in Providence on November 11th. If you guys are in the area, 11th and 12th, come on out. That'll be a fun That'll night. That'll be really fun. Fucking blast. Yeah, especially uh, the, the Saturday night where you and I can uh, you know, go out after really, really kick and it. just kick it. Yes, you know? I'm who down knows? for that. I'm very excited. So yeah. all of you guys go get on board with Rory. Uh, we're going to do some emails. You ready? Ready. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do this one. Good bros, uh, let's do wedding help. I like a wedding question. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what a Jewish boy answer. Love, oh, a nice wedding question. Let me see a nice Mama, wedding. Mama, you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Papa, I need your help. I'm going, to be a, I'm going to a wedding in Chicago next June. I need some advice. This girl whom I spent the summer giving my medium to at summer camp is going to be... <laughs> Did he write whom? <laughs> he did write whom. Wow. Okay. <laughs> a whom giving my medium to. <laughs> I like Only that on the used, J-Train podcast. I like that he used whom and it was a fucking dick joke. And giving my medium to at summer camp is going uh, to the wedding and uh, I'm trying to slide back into those DMs. The kicker is she's from Australia, so it's not like I'm going to bump into her before the wedding. The bride also wants his reunion of the, the bride also wants this reunion of genitalia to happen at her wedding and says, and suggested that we share a room which could also uh, save some cash which would be nice. Should I go for the room share and if yes, how do I go about approaching this? I know I have some time but I have to book the hotel soonish so the wheels need to start turning. What do you think? All right, well, that was a complicated question. Right? So, he's Give it a girl at summer camp he, the business. He banged out this Bunak chick. Uh, right. <laughs> I used to work at summer camps. So I know that they, the, yeah. the company they come through is called Bu- Bu- Bunak. <laughs> so, but There's, by they, the way, like 14 Jews in Pennsylvania right now. Like, very good. Got, oh, he nailed they those. They really connected oh. with those guys. They'll, but they'll never stop listening, Rory. Never. That's how you keep them, okay? Fans for life. So, so I... I uh, the issue is this chick is an abroad counselor, which happens because a lot of people will work at summer camps in the U.S. so they get a free trip to yeah, the yeah, States. Yeah. So She's from Australia. So she's coming back for this wedding, and they've been banging, banging all summer. Oh, so she is coming back. Yeah, she's oh, coming back for the wedding. That's where I got confused. I'm like, if he's got a flyer from Australia, yeah. he's got a complicated situation. <laughs> she's coming back anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you just got to approach that directly. Yes. Don't you I think? think? I think it's twofold. I think in the age of social media... You can be there showing someone your heart from very far away. You can send a dick pic without sending a dick pic. And the way you do that is to be the most supportive social media friend that she's ever fucking had. Really? You think Liking just a lot shit. of likes? I, there are people that I haven't seen in years, but I know I have a good feeling about them. 
because they like my shit That's every now and really, again. That's a really, really honest answer. <laughs> right? I never thought about that. But I'm just saying. Because I, I would never admit how much I like likes on Instagram. Dude, we're like, all, That's so stupid. But d- at, down deep, I'm like, really? You know the like, people. 80 you likes? Know, you know the, but you know the people yeah, that are yeah, supportive. Yeah, 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 you're right. You know the people you don't hear from. Yeah. You know the ones. And, and I'm saying we're right. all 10% wow. away from each other. You know so what I mean? my eyes on this podcast. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I, I We'll go deep. I, I just think. I just Turns think, out radio's teaching us. <laughs> exactly. So I, I just think like this is like one of those things where he can be around and super supportive and fun. You don't have, don't hate on a dude she's with like in a picture. Just be fun and make jokes about her shit and just be around. So you can kind of be around her while you're across the globe. Right, but how much time does he have before the wedding? Well, now this is this is where his problem comes in. Right. He's got to get her to room with him. Yeah, but what is the time frame? Because he can do the like game for like two weeks, but at some point he's got to start getting I think you send her. you send her a message, hey, I'm planning stuff for the wedding. You make it all about money. You make it super oh, factual. Couldn't disagree more. Really? Why? Nothing turns off girls like talking about fucking money. But I'm saying- <laughs> he, should, he should just make it like- he should just make it like he's. First of all, he should not split the room with her. Uh, yeah, well, th- he this shouldn't. Is, well, I think I, I hear what you're saying. You don't want to make it about money, but you want to make it so um, you're not planning the fuck den. Experience. Yeah, but he could do one of these. I'm just. This is a go for this it. This is yeah. theory. He could do one of these. Hey, heard you coming to the wedding. That's awesome. Uh, since you have to pay to fly all the way in from. Australia, why don't yes. you just stay in my room? This is and then ex- she's a guest in his room, not let's split a room, he's be a cheap uh, you know? yeah, yeah, and then yeah. You, oh, you And guess what? Does it cost you a little bit more money that weekend? Yes. Do you have sex with an Australian girl all weekend? Yes, you do. Absolutely- Spend the money. Don't be all like, whom for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> I had, I only had soup. I yeah. only had soup at dinner. I, I, I do agree. I'm, I'm latching on to your advice because I totally agree. You send that message, make it, the, hey, Come stay with me. I'm getting a room. I know your trip's going to be expensive. Uh, would love for you to stay with me. Yep. Would love for you to stay with me, but don't make it like you're planning your fucking consummation night. Yeah, but you could put, could put an eggplant much... with some splashes after it. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be funny. <laughs> and <laughs> then maybe you... <laughs> a princess with an umbrella over yeah, her. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. She's just going to get so fucking you send, send the rained message. on. Yeah, you know? send the message. Hey, no, you got a big trip coming up. We'd love for you to. I'm booking a room. Like you're being a gentleman, and yeah. then just go fucking so foul that she laughs at it. <laughs> yes. So, so not not kind of subtle because words. It's gross. Like if yeah. it's so over the top, she'll just be like, especially if there's Australian. It's not a real dick pic. You want to uh, let her imagine a dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sense. So, so like four, so put four eggplants, a bunch yeah. of splashes, you know, and, the, and then and then a sad face with her crying. <laughs> then a real re- photo of re- her crying. <laughs> yeah, reenact the night. How it's gonna go? It's gonna go. <laughs> And then <laughs> she's like, crikey. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then an alligator. Yeah, put an alligator or some shit. Crocodile. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Rory Albanese. He's coming all around the country. You can go find him on Twitter and Instagram at Rory Albanese. Wedding BS. See, we, I, now we got theme going. Mm-hmm. Oh, you how, got another one. See how Papa JT so does you, it? So we feel like we, that guy's helped, right? I think he's been Yeah, I think he's Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. I've got gave a, wed- him a lot of choices. I've got wedding cho- issues. A good friend and a fraternity brother of mine is getting married in a few weeks. I've gone out of my way to meet and be very nice to the fiance a few times. She's always seemed like a sweetheart, and I truly want to have a good friendship with my buddy's wives. In June, I was visiting some friends where they both live at a bar, and she told me, the only thing I'm worried about ruining this wedding is you. Wow. I have told my mom to keep an eye on you specifically and wow. make sure you don't do anything to ruin it. Ha ha. 
What? He writes, ha fucking ha. I took that personally because clearly this girl doesn't value my friendship with her fiance if she thinks I would ever do anything to ruin his wedding. Also, I am definitely not the wildest, craziest, historically most problematic groomsman. Anyway, I took that hit and just kind of looked the other way. I'm the only groomsman without a serious girlfriend, fiance, wife. Papa JT smells the answer. Mm -hmm. I told the bride and groom that I didn't need a plus one back in June because I know that they're paying the wedding themselves, but they told me, don't be silly. Of course I got one, yada, yada. Well, I put on a Tinder profile. I, I put a Tinder profile together seeking wedding date. Wow. Great opener, increased my matches for sure. One of my buddies sent the groom-to-be a screenshot of my Tinder profile, and sure enough, Sunday I got an awkward phone call from the guy, clearly his fiance went, uh, was there on speaker, oh, shit. telling me they don't have enough space for everyone at the wedding and my plus one is gone. Well, I know they've extended up an extra plus one to at least one other guy. Yeah. This isn't about space. What the fuck? I've had multiple friends saying to call my buddy out on his fiance, clearly throwing some shade at me and thinking I'm some shithead. Another has said that with all the time and energy, money I threw at the bachelor party, I should tell them I'm not going to the wedding if they're going to be like this. I'm usually a keep my head down type of guy, but I'm a little bit pissed about this and more so would like to know what my buddy has told his fiance about me to make her susceptible of my ability to be a civilized person. What do you think? Do I say something? Boycott, just keep my head down and do my job until the dancing begins at the wedding and then get drunk and have fun? Turn the charm on and make eye contact with the fiance as I walk her maid of honor out of uh, the reception hall for a quickie? What do we think? I, this is a very in-depth issue, and I enjoy this question wow, a lot. This is a, these are I, good I like questions. this guy. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on his, I get yeah. where he's coming from. But I, I, get, I also get what happened 100%. What do you, uh, well, first me. of all, they're paying for their pocket on the wedding. He's a yeah. good friend of the groom, so... Mm -hmm. He's like, we gotta let whatever his name is. Um, let's say, yep. Tommy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got Tommy Toughnuts. Tommy yep. Toughnuts. We gotta let Tommy Toughnuts bring, you know, a date to the wedding. She's mm. like, I guess, and whatever. They have some kind of conversation yeah. about it. She agrees, thinking like he might have a girlfriend by then. You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. then they find out he's not gonna just bring a girl he likes or yep. is interested in. He's just bringing some random Tinder date so that some random fucking bitch is just going to yep. like eat on me. We're yep. going to spend $150 yeah. <laughs> on just some random fucking girl on Tinder. No way, Greg. Yeah. Oh, come on. I got I yeah. And now his buddy had to deal yeah, with now it. His buddy yeah. had to deal. So what you have to do if you're a good friend is you do nothing. You go to yeah. the wedding. You pretend none of this shit happened. You get drunk. Definitely try to bang like her sister. Anyone that can yeah, hurt her. No. <laughs> but but not don't do it on purpose. Just, yes. you know, something she'll Let find out happen. about later and be like, oh my God, my mom, you know. There's a there's a I totally agree with you. You can't and I get where he he fucked up. Let me let me first address this. Let me let me give you a fucking rule out there, idiots. Okay? You only bring a That's not the Rory fans. <laughs> I think you're of it. Yeah. <laughs> Go. If you get invited with a plus one and you don't have a girlfriend, you don't bring the fucking plus one. Yeah. Don't do that to your friends. It it's, costs, a it's an extra play. play. Uh, don't take that plus one for granted. Because yeah. it, especially, it costs, it's literally your, your buddy, it's like going to a movie with your buddy and, and then bringing an extra friend that they have to pay for. Yeah, I agree. I, like, that's not a cool play. No. So, yeah. the, and I know that he was joking, he's trying to get 10, but if he, once he already knew that the girl was kind of skeptical about him, then he puts on Tinder looking for a wedding date. Of course, she's not going to take that the right way. Yeah, I agree. She's not going to come at you with, you know, of course she's going to say, she's going to, the exact conversation happened. She yelled at her, his buddy. Yeah. He got his buddy in trouble by doing that. And I know as much as you're joking, 
This ain't a joke to these fucking brides. But I'm gonna I tell, you, tell this. you that right now. None if of I, them are in the joking mood. If one of my friends did that to me, yeah. I would call him directly and be like, "Don't be a dick, dude." Yeah. Like you know what I'm paying for this out of my pocket. I, know, I also I know. think his friends a pussy. Like, I, I agree. why is his There's, wife dealing with his shit? But that's not his problem. I, well, I no, agree. But here's my here, want to know the honest answer. Sure. This friendship's fucking doomed. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like you're, you think yeah. all the dudes your buddies with in college are going to be your best friends forever, and then they marry some fucking uptight chick yeah. who just doesn't happen to and like you, and it's over, and that's okay. Yeah. But like, don't 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 ruin this dude's wedding. Don't ruin this girl's mm-hmm. wedding. It ain't about you. It's about them. Just I, I'm I wrote keep a, your head up high I, and then get drunk enough I, not to ruin it, but just maybe <laughs> to have sex with her mom. I, I I'll say this: you what you represent, I, and I I am the single friend for a lot for my group of friends, like from college. Like everyone's gotten married, whatever. Me and another guy, the single guy. Mm-hmm. Some what you represent to these wives is the life your friend is actively not choosing. Mm-hmm. So if your life Very is like point, crazy Jared. and out there. And you come back with stories that you know are harmless, as all of us know are harmless. They are thinking, not about your story, they're thinking, is my husband think that this is a better life than the one that I got going? Yeah. So you're a threat. So you can't take this personally. So the, you know, to the guy, I, I understand you're a little bit like, whatever's being said about you is not your problem. It's this girl's insecurities about her own relationship yeah. and whether she's that's, fun or not. That's Because you know what? I'm thinking about it. Marriage is like... Or religion unto itself, right? Okay. Religions always want mm. to make sure people in the religion don't get news of the outside world <laughs> yeah. because then they're going to find yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. how fucking awesome it is yeah. outside of like the compound. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of course. And the most extreme examples are they're on a compound and a little closer than they're like super Mormon yeah. or they're super this or super Muslim. But it's like the internet's dangerous, you know? And yes. for marriage, it's the same thing. A, a wife or a husband, it could go either way. In this yeah. particular case, that wife mm-hmm. does not want word of Tinder well, and, and outside girls so and that's the fact what, that this dude's good looking and now he can pull in a couple of like yeah, girls five this, years younger. And this guy's saying anything, he like if he says something about how it makes him feel when she gets mad, you're not fighting with someone who doesn't like you. Yeah. You're fighting a battle that is not yours to be fought. It's not yours to be fought. Yeah, you're yeah. fighting for your fucking buddy who can't speak up and just be like, hey, we're good. I don't want to be a single guy. Be nice to my friend. He's crazy, but yeah. that's how all of us would be if we were in this position. Yep. So I think, you know, you can't you can't fight that battle for him. The move, you go to the wedding, you fucking don't bring a date, don't act like you're upset about it. Give Just a say, good gift. Give a good gift and be so fucking cool with this girl. Dance with her on the dance floor. Be great. Be fun. Throw some high kicks out there and you'll end up hooking up with one of her friends. Yeah, and by the way, here's the other thing. There's two ways to go in a situation like this. You could go double charm offensive. I've done it before. Okay. We go, I'm unhappy this girl doesn't like me. Mm. Now I'm going to spend the rest of the evening making sure she realizes I'm fucking awesome. Yes. You know? I, the error the, of her ways. I want her that the, by the yeah. end of the night to be like, you know what? Maybe I, I'll suck I'm his dick. The, yeah, yeah. Maybe I chose the wrong <laughs> Maybe I friend. chose the wrong dick. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Rory Albanese. At Rory Albanese. Twitter, Instagram. He's coming to your town. D.C., Levity and Nyack. He's coming to New York City for the New York Comedy Festival, and he's going to be at Providence at the Comedy Connection. Go check him out. We got a sponsor. Uh-oh. You, uh oh. You ever use Harry's razors? Yes. <laughs> of course, yes. No, of we course. Gotta, that's we why my shave. Here, that's me... why my shave is so close. To I know, right? That's a, I'm I, not good I, at advertising. <laughs> no, listen. I, I have Harry's razors, and okay. they're the best you razors. You shave? I, I shave. never shave with a razor. I shave. Oh, really? I go I go once or twice a week. Half the reason I like doing this is you don't have to ever I know. groom. But I, you know, I get I a little shaving. I hate shaving. I hate shaving. I hate it too, but when I do it, 
it's usually very thick. Yeah, you got like that Sephardic. Yes, you're it like comes one of those. In. Yeah, you, it comes in. So this is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I love Harry's because I shave so sporadically that it's actually I need a good blade to cut through the fucking forest. Yeah, that's why Harry's is better than any other one that I've ever used. It's the best price for the best blade. So big razor companies have always had small changes, and then they come out with the newest version, and then they'll raise their prices. And unlike those guys, Harry's doesn't believe in upcharging, which is why they made their razors even better, and they're keeping prices exactly the fucking same. Harry's five-blade razors now include softer flex hinge for a more comfortable glide, trimmer blade for hard-to-reach places, lubricating strip, textured handle for more control when it's wet. Lubricating strip. I'm surprised that's never become a name for a vagina. Yeah, I agree. Or just a great strip Yo, club. Yo, trying to get in that lubricating strip. What a strip club name. <laughs> yeah. Where are you guys going to strip? We're going to go to the lubricating strip. <laughs> Still just $2 per blade compared to $4 or more you'll pay at drugstores. They own the factory in Germany, guys. That's how they whoa, get the blades. Germany? Whoa, yeah. whoa. Listen, I've tied this, shit, this Jewish I'm shit. not lying. I have not heard of something made in Germany <laughs> that's not good. Exactly. That's it. If Listen. you said if you said like China, I'd be like, all right. Well, yeah. just that's I wouldn't cut Real my face deal. with a Chinese blade. That's how good these razors are that I've taken my Jewish ship and tied it to a German yeah. engineered facility. Like so, so many dentists with a Mercedes, you just <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Sometimes you can forget. Uh, Harry's can produce high quality razors themselves, sell them online for half the price. Here's the thing. So they're so confident the quality of their blades, they'll send you the popular free trial set. Comes with a razor, five blade cartridges, and shaving gel. Get your free trial set when you subscribe. Just pay three dollars for shipping. Plus, I got an offer. My listeners enter promo code J Train. That's promo code J Train. That's promo code J Train to get a post shave bomb for your free with your order. Boom! Nice. Go to Harry's.com right now. Enter code J Train at checkout to claim your free trial set post shave bomb. That's Harry's.com promo code J Train. So, get involved with that. Let's move on. Are you ready? I'm ready. I love it. Rory Albanese, at Rory Albanese on Twitter and Instagram. Friends friend. Hello, J Train Podcast. Just want to start off by saying I love the podcast. I've been listening for over a year. Thought that might feather your nuts. It nice. Does. I'm tickling. Anyways, I'm a sophomore in a New England state school and somehow I ended up pledging a fraternity this semester. I found out what somehow <laughs> I just fell into I this. I woke fucking... up with a couple of goldfish in my ass <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, I guess I'm in a fret now." <laughs> I found out that one of our parties will be a date night, and I've been thinking about who I would like to swoon. Lately, I'm crushing one of my lady friends' besties from high school. She's a seven eight eight. We have a rating system here on the podcast: face, body, personality. Okay. Girls or guys can use it. Okay. Seven, eight, eight. Face, body, personality. And we've connected when we're around each other. Do you think it's awkward to ask one of your close girlfriend's friends to a date night? So it's his, So he's been hitting it off. Lately, I'm Hasn't cr- he been crushing oh, her? He said crushing on her. Oh, it's crushing so funny that the language her. of this podcast is, so, is usually so fuck heavy. Yeah. That the minute I got that he's crushing on her, yeah. I immediately assumed said that he crushing was her. crushing her. Yeah, because that, yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so he's crushing on a girl that is his good friend's friend. Right. I don't want to overset my boundaries as a friend, but she's really cute, and I could see myself trying things out with her. The last thing I would want yeah. uh, is for either relationship to end because of asking her, though. There, thanks a bunch. What do you think? I think 
completely worth risking the friendship over. Yeah. Totally. And like, it's, she's a girl. You're not going to be friends with her forever. <clears throat> you can't be like an adult who's married with like a girlfriend. It just doesn't happen. No, it's not going to happen. Also, yeah, so like if that friendship goes away, you'll be fine. You just started college. You're going to have so many goldfish in your ass in the next six months. You have to, <laughs> this is true. All the gold, you only can have so many, so many goldfish. You're not going to have time for dating. Yeah. Well, when those I, dudes are teabagging <laughs> you in like a, with a blindfold on. I'll say this. Okay. Uh, your solution is in your problem. Your solution is sometimes in your problem, okay? That girlfriend of yours is your best asset to finding out if this chick wants to get with you. Totally. So you go through your best friend. When you do that, the feeling now the feeling, because sometimes with a girl at that age when you're younger and you're in college, you have this friend that's a girl and you're like, does she like me? Do I oh, like right, her? Because that could be what's going on. So I think that's, that's my, that was part my of, other question. Why is he friends with that girl? Because well, if this is the thing, because I have a thought on this. Well, go ahead. If the friend of the friend is actually someone she's always been jealous of, like since high school, and like always steals the boys and mm-hmm. shit, don't do it. Because yeah. in all honesty, like well, she could could very well be her friend. Well, <laughs> and like even though I'm being cynical about girls and girls and boys being friends forever, yeah. I can tell you that. Um, if it really is like a girl who's been fucking doing that to her her whole life, don't do it. Yeah. You know? like, I, it's well, like shit will just make her feel shitty. And she'll be like, even at college mm-hmm. it happens. It's Here's like, what I she'll do. She'll get so bummed out. I don't know if she has a friend like this, but I do know that if you're sending this email, this means you don't have feelings for her for sure. Yeah. So if you're wondering about ruining the friendship with a friend, you that we know this, that this guy isn't into that chick. Yeah. He could be unsure if she's into him. He must so assume this, she is because well, he's but worried at, about ruining But a conversation friendship. like this is having that conversation. It's killing two birds with one stone. Okay, so you go to that girl and you say, hey, listen, I'm really feeling a vibe with your friend. Do you think you can put a word in? Now that lets her know that you're totally not into her. You're so not into her that you're going to willing to use her as a buddy to get you fucked by another chick. Yeah. So you're saying that and then you can get the reaction from her. If the reaction from her is like, I wouldn't or whatever, then you got to back off. Because that means your friend has too big of feelings for you to ever set you up with a friend. But don't you think that just putting the question out there is going to just... It'll get back to her. No, but I'm saying, isn't that going to do the same damage as asking the other... Like, once it's out there, it's yeah, out there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, in so other words, it, that's it, it, that could ruin the friendship. No, I'm saying... It could ruin it could, the friendship. Even that move could ruin the friendship. Oh, absolutely. Because in other words, once you open the Pandora's box of, I want to bang your yeah. friend, <laughs> however you approach it, it's the same thing. She still has to go home and process the same thing, that this guy she liked Here's, no longer officially likes her. She's going to be sad. Here's the major difference. She can't get mad at him for being honest. So at this point, when he goes through her, he's laying it out there. I don't know what girls you date, feels. but girls could get mad at you for fucking <laughs> this anything. This is true, too. but I'm saying they, they can't. <laughs> I've, I've had girls has, get mad at me for being too honest. <laughs> well, this is, that is the problem in yeah. another case. But I'm saying if I went to the court of relationship law mm-hmm. and I went before the judge and I was like, and she was like. Are you talking about was, the marriage ref right now? This is the marriage ref. Yeah, okay. I, this is me rewriting the marriage ref. Right. If I was to go to a court of, of love law, and I and I, and she was say she told the judge I'm mad at him for asking me about going about going out with my friend. She and then the judge would say, "Well, why would you be mad at him for that? He's letting you know how he feels. Yeah, he never once went around your back to go to his your friend." If he had gone around her back to try and go with a friend, then it's, why wouldn't you no, tell I, me? I I'm friends it. with you both. But what I'm you know, saying, she has some legs to stand on. To quote you from the beginning of the podcast, sure. you learn as an adult that yes. there is no 
judge. Yeah. There is no there is no love court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if yeah. there was a giant high court in the land, it'd be called God, and we'd be in church right now. We're like, holy shit, he's really going to tell we'd us be, if we did good or not. We'd but still like, be virgins. That's why everyone wants to be religious because that's where you at least you get the gold star. Maybe yeah. at the end you're like, did I get a gold star? And it's like, no, you burn forever. You know. So I, if, that, if that exists, an Italian landlord. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here, you sir. And your rent's due every week. Uh, <laughs> no, but so I'm just saying, it, you know, like that, yes, in the perfect vacuum where justice is p- pure. Yeah. You're right. I'm just saying, end of day, if this girl likes you. You're damned him, if you're damned. If you know that, my, my general advice would be, if you know this girl likes you. Yeah. If you know she does, guaranteed, whatever you say to her, however you approach fucking her friend, she's going to be hurt. It's going to be over. Yeah. So yeah. that's a decision you got to make. You I don't do know how hot don't. the friend is. You know, it yeah. might be like, eh, fuck You got to want it. You, you got to really, really want, want it. it. Or, or if you know for a fact she doesn't like you, because maybe yeah. she has a boyfriend for all we know, or maybe she's yep. maybe she's gay and has a couple mm-hmm. of really hot girls she's with right now. Hold on a second. Jerk. I'm so hard. And uh, <laughs> I don't, who knows? So if that's not a factor, definitely fucking go for it. Awesome. But if, either, if you're going to kill this girl's heart, I would... I'm with Proceed you. with caution. You gotta, it's, you're walking out of Freshman a land, year of land college. Mud. Yeah. Oh, That's just rough, dude. You just got there, you know? <laughs> it's time to, time to try and lay wood. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Rory, thank you for coming on. We're going to do one more email, and then we'll go to hypotheticals in the news. We're going to get into it. The most fun uh, podcast I've done in a long time. This is great. Sorry, great dude, to hear. whose podcast I did yesterday. <laughs> at Rory Albanese on Twitter and Instagram. This is a short one, and I like this one. Jim Babe. I just realized I actually did. A podcast yesterday if Joel oh. <laughs> who's a really funny comic who from being in Atlanta uh, did his podcast it was actually really fun I'm, I'm, I'm like, he's gonna be like that son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh he hated it the whole time is, no, there any, is there any way to start a convo with pick up uh, with or pick up a hot babe at the gym without coming out like a weird Wait, douche what? He is wrote this real? in such a confusing way. Is that way. guy from the 1950s? Is there any way to start a convo or pick up a hot-ass babe at the gym without coming off as a weirdo douche? Do people really talk like that? A hot-ass uh, babe at the gym? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Does he keep a comb <laughs> Sounded right to me. He's just like, <laughs> after you write that, do you just comb your hair back? You ever picked up a chick at the gym? A hot-ass babe a at hot the gym? A hot-ass babe. No, I'm not at the gym enough. I'm not the kind of person when I'm at the gym, I'm competent enough to do anything but keep my head down. Mm-hmm. You know? I understand. I don't that. like I'm not comfortable in a gym environment. You nah. know, like it's not like when like the weights bang, I like shake. I, yeah, you know, it's like I don't yelling, like being the there. screaming. I was at the gym. I'm not earlier. comfortable there. there you know? I was at the gym a lot early. of dick in the locker room. Tons of pain. So like, in the New York City gym, it's like oh, get, we get it. You have yeah. a dick. You don't have to walk around <laughs> with it out. Tons of I'm, yeah, just it's it, cool if it wasn't in my face. Also, it's because of the size of the gyms here. They're not like I thought you were saying the size of the dicks here. I'm like, yeah, the, it's the a big dick town. Biggest dicks in the country. That Y on the upper east side. Is killing it. I, I no my my gym now. I've been going to the gym where there's too many trainers, mm. and they're all working out all the time, and they're all fucking pumping each other they're up. Called by the way, they're called transgender now. You're not supposed <laughs> to say that. <laughs> I apologize to the community. I, I I'm just saying they're all fucking working out. They're all in each other's face. They're all talking super loud, and I'm like. You guys don't fucking pay to go here. Yeah. Like, I want to like, get out of the way. They're occupying the space. Yeah. Yeah. And it bothers me. I'm going at dead times now, in the day. How You go alone? Yeah. And you just, what do you, like, how do you do that? Just go. You know how many days I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that, and then I don't. Oh, I, I can't. I, I got to get my head straight. I listen to a podcast. This is where this, is where this should be. In wow. the gym. I got people to send me snaps about them listening to the podcast at the gym. Oh, that's crazy. I think the problem with it, and what you said in the beginning of your answer of like, you know, you don't go to the gym enough to pick up a girl. That's the answer. It's a long play. Yeah. You're not going to just 
if there was a line you could say at the gym, we'd all fucking know it, and we'd be saying it every fucking day to every mm-hmm. girl we met. Yeah. So there's no line that's going to work, okay? There's comfort and ease, and there's time. So the fact, what you do to hook up at the gym is to go at the same time every day so that you start seeing the people that are on your schedule every day. Right. And it starts with a smile, and then continues to a hello, and then it's, will you rub my balls? You know, there's a, a progress to this thing. So you're going to see a girl. When I would go, I used to go to this one class at the same time every day. And I would see this one girl. And it started with her walking in and me just smiling. Right. And then it turned then it into. Started her, with you uh, hiding in her bushes. And then I was in her bushes. And then I was grabbing her pussy. Then you put a little tracking <laughs> device on her. <laughs> so, no, what I'm saying that. Followed it, her home for it, Christmas. It only became comfortable with us over time where it's yeah. like, oh, you're that guy. And I've had it work both ways. I've had it work where it worked. You know, the and next, then, then uh, next thing you know, you end up friends with her. Now I'm friends with her, and yeah. now we're gym buddies, and now she's yep. jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's an 800 the next pound. Thing you know, she's spotting you. Uh, yeah, she's spotting yeah. me. Yeah. So that she's actually Mrs. Olympia. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm saying the one time it worked, um, it was because the girl was into me. You can't force a girl to be into you. Yeah. As you know, as much as we want to think. That's a good thing to say to a guy who says hot ass babe. <laughs> yeah. You can't force a girl to be in. But, but I'm saying I did the long play with another girl, smiling at her. We'd have the treadmill next to each other. We'd say, I you know say something to her about you know the class is hard. Can you believe Gary Johnson doesn't know what Aleppo is? Can you <laughs> believe Gary Johnson has no idea? It's exactly yes. And then you know the play. We go, but then at a certain point, she just kind of like it never went anywhere. Right. Like I was like, uh, oh, what do you? I would be like, because you're just starting with a smile, and then like you know, a couple se- a couple weeks in, you're like, what are you doing this weekend? Mm-hmm. And then the girl that I would ask what she was, one girl would be like, probably getting drunk. Like she was giving me signals, like I'm gonna go on party with my friends. Like maybe we're gonna go out late tonight. Right. The other girl, her, she would be like, I don't go out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you just don't want to go <laughs> to out with me, me. Yeah. and talk to me. Yep. 100%. And the other girl was giving was me buying signals. Yep. 100%. So and so I think this is like with the gym, yeah, it's easy to look like a douche, but you go at the same time every day, you make eye contact with someone that you think is cute or hot, and then you just go from there, and then it starts with hello, and then it's what are you doing this but weekend? But also, like, if you're a guy who's at the gym all the time, like, you're probably a good-looking dude. Like, if yeah, you, you can do, like, do The other well. reason I don't want to pick up a girl at the gym is because it's like, I don't know, I feel like, <laughs> I just feel like a little... I, wuss I guess no, the word you I, have to use now like, I, like, I don't, if you're like some dude standing around in a tank top with like ripped buys like that's what <laughs> everyone at the gym wants a hot bod you know? so it's like you're, you already win like well, the, the whole environment there is for that it's you know? for that like it, if you're looking for a girl in a video games and hate yeah. sunshine don't go there don't you know? go there <laughs> right jtrainpodcast at gmail.com Rory thank you for coming on yeah dude thanks Fucking for having fantastic. me man it was really fun I love, I love this podcast you're the best so uh, we're gonna come right back with hypothetical news we'll be right back Hey, this is Joe List, and that's Mark Norman here. From Tuesdays with Stories, check out our podcast. Tell them why, Mark. You're going to love it. It's nothing but laughs, jokes, stories from the road, vagina, and that guy. Yeah, you're getting laid. We're being silly. Check it out. Find new and archived episodes of Tuesdays with Stories on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and tune in. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Here with Rory Albanese. Rory, that was fantastic. Thank you for answering the emails. That was fun, man. Fucking awesome. Go find out. Go find Rory on Twitter and Instagram, at Rory Albanese. Um, he's coming to D.C. this weekend. He's going to be in Levity Live in Nyack at the Palisades Mall. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be at New York Comedy Week. And then we are going to be together. I'm going to be opening for you at the Comedy Connection in Providence. Yeah. Fucking pumped. And then hopefully down in uh, and then Chicopee Mass, Chicopee Mass too, Cabot. On the Cabot Comedy, Comedy Room. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Sam, thank you for coming on. 
you know what? I'm really happy to be here. Thanks. Pleasure to have you at Mansamp on Twitter. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the network. Um, let's do a hypothetical. These are like, would you rather? All right. I'm just eating a Twizzler. Sup, you Bible-shortening Jew. <laughs> would you rather have to announce it to everyone around you that you have a boner whenever your strong medium gets excited or announce to everyone around you that you have just farted every time you let one rip? Hmm. I'm going to go farts, I think. Farts? I don't know. What is it? Somebody announces that so you, you have either that you're you farting or that you have a boner. You get right. a boner. Yeah. I have a boner. You fart. I have just farted. Yeah, the problem is, I depending think, on the situation you're in. Like, what if you're, like, reading to kids in a classroom? And it's like, I have a boner. Well, I'm willing yeah. to take that chance. Oh, I you're get not going to get a boner. Yeah. <laughs> right. I fart all the time. No, I'm 39. I don't get boners all the time anymore. I definitely yeah. want the boner one. The boner one is, announcing yeah. the boner is the, is the choice because you don't get as, I'll deal with, the few times I get a boner in yeah. public. Jesus right. Christ, I'm right. in private these days. Am I right, yeah. fellas? <laughs> <laughs> We're all dealing with our own demons. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm saying, you know, if I'm I'm just going to, like, you know, <laughs> reading to kids, I don't think I'll be reading to kids no, much. No, I, I was thinking right. of it in the fact of, like, you had to get the same amount of farts and boners a day. Like, uh, in other words, because no, then no, no. obviously it's... Because, like, the amount of times I fart in yeah. public... Well exceeds the amount of times I get a boner in public by like a hundred percent. I also you know, like, when you're eleven yeah. years old, you get a boner in school. When you're thirty nine, you like yeah. it, it does, you don't just get boners. This would be a choice if I had to like go through life. It'd be a little bit tougher. I just like think if at fun. eight, like when, at like thirteen, when I get my first boner, I have to announce it in homeroom. It's a yeah. serious problem. Yeah, when you're in the car. <laughs> yeah, if you're a kid, I would pick farts. I'd pick farts. Yeah, because as a kid, yeah. farting is just kind of funny. As a, you know, you know older, what I mean? Yeah, I farted and now and like boners do happen. You know, yeah. like that was a thing that ever suddenly you're like, oh shit, I got that would boner. be most embarrassing. But I've never, like, as an adult, been in like just a generic situation that's not sexual and been like, oh no, I got a boner. I know, <laughs> I've, had that, I've had that. Really? Happen. Like I, at the bank, you're the, just waiting to like cash a check, and you're like, oh end, my god, I'm getting a heart out. Not at the I bank. Smell money. <laughs> it's always in a situation where it's like, oh my god, I need to release this demon. Really? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Sweatpants make me hard. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I'm too tired, like if I'm, uh, I want to be sleeping, but I have to be awake for some reason. But I got to be like, mm -hmm. yeah, and like lounging. Or yeah, something I got to like be home. Just no, I'm just saying. I'm talking about in a public space. Yeah, yeah that's not gonna happen. The best part about having to announce that you have a boner is that, you know, we don't realize maybe how many times somebody would be in. You know, it's like you're only so many oh, no's sure. away from a yes. Oh, so, yeah. so I, I maybe you just—I just feel like <laughs> maybe you would say it. Maybe you'd be in bed with a girl and you just go, "I have a boner," and yeah. she would go, "Oh yeah, uh -huh. yeah." <laughs> like, yeah. and you would have never had sex, yeah. unless you had I, said I have it. a lubricating strip. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or, or it'd be awesome if, like, you had sex and then a little while later it was like, "I have a boner." She was like, "Again," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah. again." Yeah. Just, now you're just bragging. Now I'm just bragging. <laughs> Dear Jared, would you rather live in an apartment that has a kitchen with just a stove, just a microwave, or just an oven? Also, it's funny to me that you did a comedy at a place in China called Kung Fu Comedy. That sounds like the name a white person would make up for a Chinese comedy club. It kind of is. <laughs> it uh, was, right? Yeah, it was an Australian guy that opened it. But kitchen with just a stove, just a microwave, or just an oven? Uh, just an oven every time. Really? Yeah. Because you, oh, you, you could cook everything in an oven. Everything? Uh, what can't, as long as you apply heat to food, it'll, it'll well, cook. You could do that with a stove, too, no? I guess stove top. Yeah, but you can't like toast. You can't like toast bread. I do. I don't have a toaster oven. You just toast it over an open flame. 
I know. I take the pan, I put it down, I put it on the oh shit the pan. I, mean, I guess you could yeah, toast and I flip it. it over. Just hot metal. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I order way too much. I'm just gonna go with the microwave. I don't care. Microwave. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, so I gotta go. Sto- I will go stovetop. Nothing better, nothing more underrated than the reheated pizza on the stovetop. I don't oh. know. I, this is unheard of. You got to do it. Crispy. It's good. See, the reheated the pizza to me is always an oven move. But also the top. You have no oven currently. You're ovenless. I have an oven. Mm-hmm. But the oven door doesn't close all the way. Gotcha. So you have to put a chair against it. <laughs> but I'm also. <laughs> that sounds safe. Very New York. Mm. Uh, but also, I just think that when you. Put a uh, the stovetop uh, cold pizza. It's good because the top doesn't get super fucking hot. You ever do that on a grill, like an outdoor grill? Pizza, like on, a an outdoor pizza grill. on outdoor no, grill. Yeah, it no. takes a while, but it's, it's good. Nice. No, yeah. that's okay. a good idea. Let's do some. Good. Let's do some news. I just got hungry. Uh, uh, so did I. Well, perfect segue. Uh, <laughs> Penn State kicker, this guy Joey Julius, who we've talked about. Before. I don't want to yeah. make fun of the guy. He's going through a, a rough time, I guess, but. He a uh, bit of an overweight guy. We've talked mm-hmm. about him on the show. You're, you're proud of him because he gets out yeah, there. Yeah, I was he, happy that he was an overweight kicker. Yeah. We brought he, him up like a year ago when he first came on the scene. Mm-hmm. And then he started hitting people in the field. He started making hits. Right. You know, you can go look up Joey Julius hits. And I knew there was something wrong. Yeah, you're like, he's dis- he's misplacing the same. No, because as the kicker, to get a big hit, it's actually easier as the kicker. Right. Because no one's really – you have no lane. So when you kick off the ball – this is actually, <laughs> I've never really thought about this till now. When you kick off in the NFL, everyone, you know, you have all the people that are spread out evenly across the field. And they run down. They're told to run. They have a specific lane to guard so that people won't run back the return on them. Right. So as a kicker. Oh, you're the wild card. You're there, the yeah. wild card. You get yeah. to fucking go and whack, light people up because they're designated yeah, to kickers, lanes. kickers, generally speaking, though, are not light people Ex- up Well, this is, this is what I'm saying. This guy happens to be 800 pounds. So he can run down the field. But is and he really? really how, how big is he? What is his actual size? He's pretty big. We uh, can like, look him up. Is he like yeah, over three hundred? But he's a big dude. But he, I mean, he he could be a lineman. You know? Okay, he's so, that big. But he's coming down the field at hundred miles per hour. He can lay some fucking wood down. Mm-hmm. He's two so, sixty apparently. Yeah, big dude. That's a big dude. Big yeah. kicker. So yeah. that was like the fun of him. I do the and he came out with this eating disorder. I feel bad for him. You know, that's he's not like he compulsively eats. That's the problem. That anybody, yeah. I think the. <laughs> I don't know if if this guy would have I don't I don't want to like say that he doesn't have this issue. I'm sure he has this issue. I think every issue is inflamed by the internet. So like I think 20 years ago he would have had this issue but not have to like deal with it on a daily social media basis. He became a phenomenon. He probably has a ton of Twitter followers. He probably has right. a ton of Facebook fans and he's got a ton of people just telling him how fat and uh, how fat he is for a kicker. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And that's a horrible thing to hear if you're if you if that's something that upsets you. Right. Well, he so gets, I feel yeah. for the guy. Yeah. Because now he's got to put out his whole life on. Because now he's doing in return what no, has been he, done to him. He's putting out on the internet but, that I'm I, uh, that it's now his cause. But he was already putting everything out on the internet. That's the thing. And once you're putting once you're putting yourself on the internet. Yeah. Once you're putting yourself out there out there with an Instagram page or whatever. You have to expect it. Then you've now said, I would like to be involved in what's called social media. Yeah. Which means I've now opened myself up to critiques, criticisms, and crazy motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. But that's what makes no me... No one is like anti-Semitism I get on Twitter. Like, all day. Really? Yeah, all day. I mean, that's the funniest... Like, that's the thing about it. It's like the... Like, for this guy who's a college athlete, you know, it's like Ken Bone. Yeah. You know, Ken Bone, all he did was show his face on TV... And everyone's like, that's a funny looking dude. But that's a choice. <laughs> With a funny name. I, I know. But that, you, people want to do that so they can be on TV. Yeah. Like, that's the draw. I, why do you think people do, like, wh- wh- why do people even go to, like, uh, 
whatever, anywhere. Like but, people go into Times Square and go and take a picture in a room and run outside and see it go up on a big screen the and big they screen go just fucking to see what they look like, yeah. So they could see like, holy shit, I was in Times Square. I think, but I think when you're a college athlete, like this is like a tangential uh, for a lot of them. Not all, and I think there's divas, you know, wide receivers that want to be famous and whatever, or whatever. Right. I think there's, uh, I think JJ Watt. Wants to be a famous person. I think he wanted part of this was the fame that comes with being a football player. He loves, but I do think there's a lot of athletes that they just like to game, and fame was tangential to that. They knew. I don't know that. I don't know enough about this guy. But I'm saying, like, I'm not saying he's one or the other. I'm just saying it's interesting to me that he's like out there because he has to be out there. He's the Penn State kicker. Penn State's one of the biggest football schools oh, in the, the country. And, and, he's, and he's the Penn State kicker who tackles dudes. Who tackles So that's dudes. obviously so going to be a bit viral. So now he's got a little, and at first that probably tastes so sweet. Yeah. Just like this chocolate that we got in the thing right now. It tastes yeah. good. Yeah. But you get a little bit, you, then you get into the depths of it, and it's like that's it. That's it. You get anti-Semitism. You get called, you know, you get called a fat, you know, fat, and, I, and then you start eating, and then it starts igniting all your issues. Like if he has a, a binge eating problem, I'm sure some of that's yeah, brought on, brought on by someone being a dickhead about. online. Yeah. So, anxiety, depression. Yeah, and even read his fucking thing. But isn't so, it? Yeah. But isn't it also fair to say though that that maybe him doing this, being in the position he's in, is also a move for him to say like, look, I'm struggling with something. I'm a man. You don't really hear men say they have eating disorders. No, that's okay. so. It's like that's like a respectable thing to do. No, you know, it's, it's like I'm opening saying, a whole new yeah. conversation. That, well, that's what's going to become his cause. That might be his life calling. Mm-hmm. And he goes around the country speaking right. of guys who have eating issues, which, listen, I can connect with that a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, and we, look, in Jared's in jail now, so we do need somebody. We need somebody. Yeah. We need we somebody mm-hmm. to get us get us healthy again. Yeah. Right? So that could be me. Mm-hmm. So I, I uh, but I'm saying it, it's funny to me, he has two choices. He could disappear from social media and maybe it would help his cause. Or now he's diving fully in it sounds like yeah he's and it's in, like he's in, yeah. i don't know oh he's if in this is, yeah he's in he well now he's gonna start making money off of spe- what's gonna happen is he's gonna graduate college he's gonna become a speaker about these issues or he's gonna get a doctorate in it and, or right. mental health or whatever right. and you know it's interesting to me that like now he's intent now he's intentionally tied to the thing that has made him probably the most depressed social media right because if he becomes but you now, made up that that made him the most depressed Maybe that's the thing that makes him the happiest. But I'm I'm saying... We don't know if social media... But he did say that, like, people online making fun of him make him feel bad. Like, I don't know, like... A little bit. I mean, he gets into it where he's been been dealing with this for a decade. I'm just saying it it can't be made... I can't see a way that it's made Yeah, but I'm saying when I was a kid, people made fun of fat kids because it's in front of them. Yeah. It's like you didn't even have the choice to not log on. But maybe it's like... like, I don't know. I just feel like when I grew up, mm -hmm. meanness wasn't not there. It just wasn't like a thousand miles away. Well, so, but it's like you know, you don't have to be. I know it's crazy to think you don't have to be in the internet, but like, yeah. look at dudes like Bluey and those guys. They're not like a lot of those dudes are like, fuck it, I don't need it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Well, that's what kind of what I'm talking about with him. Like yeah. he he had the choice to step away from social media. Yeah, and he did. instead he was like, I'm going to put out a letter. I'm going to be the the person that's ahead of this cause. Yeah. Right. Well, he disappeared. Not disappeared, but he went away for a little bit because he, he went to like, rehab, rehab for yeah. it or whatever. Okay. And he okay. came back and he's like, I thought about it and I made the choice. I want to like go out. So that's to your point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just think it's like, it's interesting though, when like something that is in, in, in firing these flames that make us feel a little miserable, we also go to it to use to try and get better or help others. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a I, I, it, yeah. It, it, there's a hypocrisy in that shit. It's, a, it's all a, the time. You, you wonder if that's the way out. Yep. 
you know, what's the next? We got any more stories? Sure, yeah. Uh, Florida has a phone number students can call if they are triggered by Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? The, the fuck with people's future hotline? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let's fuck up your, let's fuck triggered, up your college. Triggered uh, meaning like a dude's walking around dressed like Hitler and you got upset. Yes, you like, might be upset like by that. Right? And then yeah, yeah. I would duck yeah. into my Jew phone and be like, there's <laughs> a Hitler! Get him out of here! Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel horrible. And that's the thing. Like, it just feels like it's a little too easy to get someone in trouble now. You know, like what? I feel like it's the one night a year that you can dress like Hitler. <laughs> now, I'm Hitler. not saying people aren't going to get upset, but is yeah. it, it's a, you can dress however you want. You, that's, I you feel gave like, it a shot. That's the excuse. I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like if, if kids get triggered by Halloween costumes, like, you know, we got bigger fucking problems. That, yeah, that, that's the, the problem with some of the stuff that's happening now mm. is um, we're talking about some shit. That like you know people will get into like we'll have like a whole Halloween debate then yeah be, and that's why like these dudes on the right like the Trump guys are go so crazy like yeah. they, like if if the left was smart because I hate them both yeah to be quite honest yeah I really hate all of these fucking people because uh-huh. they just keep trying to tell us how we should live whether yeah. it's God or like fucking everyone in the same locker room which yeah. I'm like I can't handle titties for free so I will work <laughs> with that but uh but in all honesty. Um, this is this is it's like, it's like it's like a gun people. It's like Second Amendment people who always push the envelope. They got to show up at Walmart wearing a fucking yeah, AR fifteen. Like right. just, I know you're right allowed to do it, mm-hmm. but why don't you just be cool? Yeah. So like everyone else could just have a gun and like what? do it right. Like you don't have to unless it's Black Friday. You do not need a fucking AR fifteen <laughs> at fucking Walmart. You know? Yeah, it's like well the, that is the thing we're punching and the left does it with this shit. The left what does if it with it. Triggered, but like shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck it's, up. It's the yeah. most contentious election in Stop the world. And everyone's scared of this. Yes. And you're like, oh, I got one. When yeah. someone dresses like a, a Confederate soldier, who gives a shit? Uh, it's a what, costume. What, how did that trigger you? Like, yeah. the, Just the word triggers is a bothersome word. Especially since, um, yeah. You can't say that without sounding like a fucking loser. Yeah. Right. I've well, been well, well, triggered. really also, triggered something in me. The whole thing about triggers and like people... You know, putting trigger warnings on different articles and stuff. It's a misunderstanding of what a trigger actually is. Yeah. Anyway, it's like if something bad happened to you at a gas station, mm-hmm. the smell of gasoline, like the the <laughs> ding of the car, whatever it is, that's yeah. the trigger. Not yeah. not a picture of a gas station. Well, or the word right. gas station. I like that. You know? I like what Rory brought up. It's this exit. The trick. I I just I do agree. We can't think that we are so different than the people we hate the most. Yeah. You know. So the triggered people. If you're sitting here being like. Fuck your safe space. Well, <laughs> maybe the way you're saying fuck your space, fa- safe space isn't the right way to go about it either. Right, right. You know, there's a right and a left. There's a, there's and by a, the there's, way, if, if you hate trigger warnings, why did my safe space trigger you so yeah. fucking bad? <laughs> yeah. You know? Should I put a trigger warning on it? For, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, All these people, they're, are, the they're doing the same shit. Yeah. They're just, they, here's the problem. Everyone thinks they're right. Yeah. Okay? Like, the, it's the a, bad guys, like, Al-Qaeda thinks they're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. ISIS thinks they're right. Mm-hmm. The left thinks they're right. Mm-hmm. The right thinks they're right. Christians think they're right. Yeah. Agnostics think, everyone thinks they're right. So no one will ever yield. Mm-hmm. It just, there's no yielding. So the only area we can yield in is we're just, like, basic 
little things. Like if we start getting into the weeds on this shit, yeah. which we always do here, because we don't have real problems. Like we have electricity and food mm-hmm. and like air conditioning and we have all so the things. So we're worried about the next thing. Yeah, so we're like yeah. worried about like triggered Halloween. Like there's Syrian refugees <laughs> like sticking their hands through a fence for a fucking potato right yeah. now. And, and we're, we're like, what if what if Billy gets upset by a, 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 a mean costume? He's scared of ghosts. Yeah. You know, like Somebody dre- dressed as, Good. you know, Caitlyn Jenner. I hope your Jenner. kid is like forever plagued by that. Because like, yeah, he's a fucking tool. To your point. And yeah. you ruined him. You ruined him. That's your fault. Your mom. toolish kid is a huge tool. Yeah. <laughs> These groups think they're right, but they don't take any comfort in that. It's they're right, but then they also have to make everybody else know they're right. And if you right. disagree, like if you're right and you're going to be proven right, just relax. Yeah. Go away then. You're, you're right. I, you I, I, I always say this. I say it was smoking. Like, we fuck with smokers so fucking hard that they are now ashamed to say that they smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Like, my mom, when she walks by a smoker outside, she'll, like, cough louder. I hate that. Yeah. It's like, now you start to see those fucking vape people, and they blow it right in your fucking face because they can do it inside. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck, I, if I would be the same way, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to blow this pineapple fucking shit in your face. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the difference with smoking is there's actual scientific evidence <laughs> that proves by me breathing in that shitty yeah. smoke, I'm going to die because you have not, a bad habit. If you, ate bacon and not, I got a, yeah. if you ate bacon and I got a heart attack, you wouldn't be fucking eating bacon. Yeah. You want to make bad choices for you, go ahead. Mm-hmm. What, the problem, see, the smoker is wrong in that. Like, to me, the smoker is the person infringing on my space. Mm. Like, what I'm saying is I'll dress how I fucking want for Halloween. Yeah. That's it. That's Don't infringe it. on my space. That's all this is about. Just leave everybody at the fucking line. Yeah, just stay in that's your why, own little well, That's fucking... why the, the story, going back to the story, is like to have a hotline, to make it easier for people with no problems I'm calling that problems. hotline, by the way. I'm going right. to call that hotline 11 times on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> right. I saw something. It was a zombie. I'm gonna call it, uh, it was a zombie. I'm going to call it on everyone that's dressed as Ken Bone for fucking triggering my uh, you're not funny bone. So, <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to do that. It's going to be all Ken Bones and the Suicide Squad. Trump's Ken Bones, Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be in Hillary's. Yeah. Yeah. Any more? I mean, yeah, we can, might as well do one more. But, uh, Ken Bone, speaking of Ken yeah, Bone, <laughs> Kenny he, Bone, he was offered a hundred thousand dollars by uh, the the like web the sex webcam site Cam yeah. Soda. They offered him a hundred grand to like do whatever he wants. He can go on there and do some kind of show. Oh, like Who? he can do like like he like because he's in a, like fucking online. Is that the whole yeah. thing with Ken Bone? Yeah, I read some of that Reddit stuff, but it was just like, ugh, this guy's gross. It, is it that what it was? Yeah, he's in a. I don't know. He had, like, I just heard that he had a Reddit account. And I was like, oh, he's wacky. Yeah, well, he you know, did. Like, you just, that's all I have to hear. He did it. If you have a Reddit account, I'm sure you're a fucking weirdo, wacky loser. Yeah, I don't know much about Reddit. You have to have wild opinions if you're on Reddit. But Reddit seems to be the thin line between normal web and dark web. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's where they meet. They meet. I'm like this. That's the fucking, like the border. Yeah, I've just never heard. That's where the fence needs to be built on the internet. Yes. I've never heard a heartwarming Reddit story. You know, like I've never, you, you know, seen it. Oh, this guy who comments on Reddit. Also saves kittens. The, no, there there yeah. are stories like that, but then while you're reading that, somebody else on the other side of Reddit's like, Psst, come here, Ken Bones into pregnancy porn. <laughs> <laughs> then you go down a weird like, rabbit did, hole. Did yeah. anyone, and this thing, why I love we, that he's like, hey buddy, what are you, what are why, you watching, cats? Why do we need this information about Ken Bone? Who looked at them, him on TV? Because was like, Ken wow. Bone. Man, I really hope we find out what porn Look, he's into. Listen, I will stick to my love of Ken Bone, because I don't care uh, what weird, crazy shit he's into as long as he's like hurting kids. But no. I'll tell you this, that dude standing up in that red sweater with the white on white tie and that little mustache Nobody asking said, a question. It made 
everything okay. Yeah. Even if it was for 24 hours <laughs> yeah, before we found out he was a pervert, yeah, yeah, he yeah. still gave me a night's peace. Yeah. I was in a horrible mood. That fucking whole debate made me feel like America was crumbling. Mm-hmm. They're both fucking losers. It and I say losers because Trump says you're a loser. They're both losers. Yeah. They're both corrupt. They're both horrible. She isn't a full-scale sociopath. <laughs> that's the only determining factor at this point. Yeah. We all know it. This guy's a full-scale sociopath yeah. raising an army of anti-Semites and racists yeah. openly online <laughs> who keep pretending they're not, and he's pretending the system's rigged, and he's stirring up a whole hornet's yeah. nest of crazy shit mm-hmm. that is very real, mm-hmm. very fucking real. It's a dangerous fucking time. Yeah. And I mean that sincerely. I've been following this shit a long time, dude. I was at The Daily Show a long mm-hmm. time. This is scary shit. And I've talked to some people who know a lot more about this than I do. Yeah. And they're like, this is a scary time. These are turning points in history of countries. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah. So Ken Bone, stand up you. for eight <laughs> seconds and just getting ripped on yeah, by yeah. the world made me so happy. It's almost as if everyone took out their anger yes. on his and, face. And guess sure, what? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He got some celebrity out of it. He had a fun yeah. night. We all had a fun night. It was like a one night stand mm-hmm. with a dude who turned out to be a creep. Big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move on. We fucked Who a cares? Fat chick. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Come by. Come by and pick up your red sweater when you get a chance. Yeah. You know, you got two days or it's going to the fucking goodwill. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But that's it. Well, He's a one night stand. And th- he was fucking good. He was good. And it felt good. <laughs> Rory, thank you for coming on, man. You guys are awesome. This Thanks was so fantastic. Much. At Rory Albanese. I at so Rory candy. Albanese on Twitter and Instagram. Man, Sam, thank you for bringing the news. Absolutely, man. Thank Mandatory you. Mandatory Samson podcast every Friday here on the Labs Network. Uh, I'll read a quick shout out before we go. Hi, J Train. My boyfriend is a huge fan of yours and your podcast. He listens to you every day when he drives to work and while he's working. Could you give him a shout out to brighten his day and for being such a good boyfriend to me? No problem. His name is Clifford. And he would, <laughs> Clifford, you don't see that name around a lot, uh, oh, yeah. a lot now. And he would really appreciate it. And so would I see how excited he gets. Well, Clifford, thank you for listening. Thanks, Clifford's girlfriend. Thank you so much. That's Keep why she, by doing. the way, she didn't give you a last name. She's like, just say Clifford. He's yeah. the only one who's listening. <laughs> well, <laughs> Clifford, thank you for listening and his girlfriend for uh, sending that in. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. I'm JTrain56 on every platform. Um, and we'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!